Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Rick Bayek. Welcome to the program, Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Rick, thanks for coming on. Tom, thanks for having me. Rick, I uh, said this to you earlier. It's a joy to work with you. Uh, I find that with the way you're running your businesses, uh, you're a very astute business owner, but that doesn't exempt you from the ups and downs of it. Um, you have a great story of rebounding and starting and and uh, really looking over your business. And I think today people are going to get a lot out of our discussion today. So, Rick, I'm going to let you describe um, your uh, start in business, but Rick is the owner of Radcliffe Lock and Key and Clinton. And uh, as everybody knows, that's been a, a long-standing company, but Rick is really doing a great job with it. But Rick, how did you get started in this profession? Well, I actually got started by accident. I was uh, working at a children's rehabilitation center in the maintenance department. We went to the local lock shop and uh, and uh, they asked if I wanted to learn the trade, and I figured I was a jack of all trades, master of none. So why not? And that's kind of how it started. I started, took a pay cut, went to work for the local lock shop, and and then that was it. So, so being trained in that, little did you realize that you'd be buying these types of businesses down the road, huh? <laughs> I was twenty three years old. I had no idea. No idea, right? Not the case, right? <laughs> Sometimes going in blind is not the bad a bad thing, you know, because <laughs> you can't <laughs> well, be judgmental, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, because one, I was too young, and and really, you never know what opportunities present themselves until they, you know, you realize looking back what they were. Yeah, yeah, you look back, and uh, you know that's the funny thing about being successful. Uh, you've been very successful building these businesses, um, but what as an entrepreneur, what do you think are some of the reasons and the things that you did that created down the road now that success that you're enjoying now? That's a great question. Um, I think the, the simplest thing is learning from mistakes and, um, and, and learning to pivot when you need to um, and not getting stuck in things that weren't working. Yeah. Yeah. And we do, and we do that to ourselves all the time. We beat ourselves up because we didn't hit a goal, and we get frustrated when maybe the goal, maybe we needed to refocus on what the goal should be. Um, and you're right. You know, if you can get beat up around and learn from them, I always say they'll learn from the other guy's mistake. Don't try to make too many. <laughs> that hurts. You know, the arrows in the back. Um, Absolutely. So besides those, what other things have you done that you felt uh, really uh, 
helped you in your career? I think one of the things was understanding my strengths and my weaknesses. And, I, and early on in the business, I, I liked what I did. I never loved it, but what I found it, I loved managing. And then one where I was had strength, that was when I decided to start learning how to acquire businesses. I think that was a pivotal point, and that is where it kind of took off for me. Well, you know, I've had a chance to talk with you a number of times. I do that purposely before guests come on. And what I've learned about you is that you are an astute business person. You have a great sense for business. It's always a joy to talk to you about what you're doing. And, um, you know, so you're the type of person that the question just stands out. What do you believe makes some people successful in certain professions while other people really struggle? In a, in a short word, I would say attitude. You know, the, 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 your ability to approach what it is you're doing with your thoughts, actions, uh, your feelings and actions really create it. Because I think that when you have the right attitude, the world is yours. There's nothing you can't attain. And I think sometimes people get stuck in that wrong attitude and, and have that wrong idea of how to go about business, which, which creates the difference between success and failure. You know, and you're right that you have, and sometimes that's tough though, to get up every day when things aren't going so well and you run a bad run. So let me ask you this. What, when you run into that situation where things are really going a little rocky, uh, who do you talk to? Who do you confide in? Not, I don't mean the individual name, but who, who would be the type of person you would speak to, if any? I have often in my business uh, conferred with other people in my own industry. It kind of gives me a grounding about where we are in an industry, where things are headed. It gives me a little bit of solace to know that I'm not going through something alone. Um, when I find a particularly stressful situation with with personnel i can find uh answers with people that have those situations have been through them in my industry so that really does help a lot yeah in the industry i found a lot of the people especially the trades because as you know um people go into business and they can make a widget very well and they can uh, and they can write a mute a, mu a score or they can do this but they don't really know how business works so they get caught off guard just because they have a good product doesn't mean it's going to go and be successful. So having some kind of mentorship, I think, is really important. So the takeaway here for a lot of the small businesses, join some kind of networking group where you can talk to them, right? Yeah, I think it's important to have that. For me, I have a business mentor who's helped me learn how to do what I do as far as acquiring businesses and and. And within my own industry, but I think it is very important to have those uh, interactions with people that you either have a common bond with running or owning a business or even in, within the same industry. I think that is very important. And Rick, uh, you know, we talk about the term working in your business versus working on. Now, again, having spoken to you a number of times and gotten to know you, I know you focus on working on your business. Uh, and tell us a little bit how you find the time to do that. <laughs> That's certainly been an acquired taste because working in your business with, with any entrepreneur who was a technician to start, which most of us are, uh, it's really hard to make that transition. 
but it is an essential transition. It's really important to be able to make it from being working in your business to on your business, because once you're working on your business, then you're kind of looking above, you're, you're able to manage the pieces, you're able to build more. But when you're in it, it's really hard to, to manage from that position. So I think it's always very important to get to that point of working on your business most of the time. We don't can't do it every all time, but we can try to do it most of the time. I use um, I I have in my uh, uh, coaching practice. I use something called two hours a month, and I coach other business owners. And I I take two hours a month. And you know, if you're like everybody else, and I know you you're not like everybody else, but you you think the like is brevity is very important to all of us who run a business. You know, don't take all morning to tell me something that takes 15 minutes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I found that two hours a month, an hour to, to with a good agenda works. And I'll, uh, I'll it's someday I'll, I'll do a podcast about it, how it's very efficient. But um, Rick, what, what concerns you about your future in uh, as a small business owner, anything in particular? I think the, the thing, I, I've been in this business long enough to weather three different recessions. And I think that's always the thing that kind of sticks in your mind, how how to adapt when that situation happens, because inevitably and cyclically that does happen. I think that's probably the only real concern I have. And that's probably just from my own past experiences, which doesn't necessarily dictate what the future is, because I've got a lot more tools now than I did. And I've built a much more solid foundation that my business is on. So if I had to pick one thing, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not get ahead of yourself and, and, and be futuristic and forecast. That's the other thing, you know? And yeah. And trying to prepare and not be um, overloaded, you know, not being. Uh, yeah. And I, I find that that's the one thing that people do in business, they start to forecast things that are not even happening, but they get caught up in their, as my mother used exactly. to say, get caught up in your underwear. Remember the 50. <laughs> so what's up? What do you see? That's uh, that you see as optimistic about your, your industry. Well, my industry is, is evolving very quickly. Like a lot of technology does. So we're, we're getting much deeper into electronic locks, access control systems, things that make life easier and better for people every day. I think that being able to keep up with that, which we do, uh, it gives us an extreme edge. And I think just in general, security industry, it's, a, it's an important aspect of people's lives, both personal and business. So I, I think that always keeps me optimistic, knowing that there is a need for that. And how do you stay up on information that's coming across the board that um, I always, my point here is that, I always say one of the biggest um, mistakes business owners make is not being aware, education. So how do you get all the new information coming in? So how do you do it? Well, that's a really good question. I think there's a, a lot of ways we do that. We, we uh, Our industry does a, a large convention every year. We go there and we kind of jump on the latest technologies and the latest trends. I'm involved with two separate organ national organizations, the Associated Locksmiths of America and the Safe and Vault Technicians of America. So we get a lot of information countrywide, which helps us uh, stay up on that as well. Well, that's good. So you're getting fed. A lot of people, a lot of people in, in small businesses don't have that 
accessibility. And I always tell them they have to find a way of getting new information in because a lot's coming down and being unaware, not even aware that even it exists is, is probably the biggest mistake. Um, what, you know, in growth of a business, uh, it's all based on value drivers that you have in your business. You are a very good delegator. I know that, that I, I noticed that from you when you did the survey that you delegate a lot. What other value drivers do you uh, spend time thinking about and working on in your business? Uh, I think that the things that we try to work on value is, well, as a basic principle or basic company motto is we try to give more use value than received. And I think that that helps us create value because we become an asset to to our customers because of that. And then, you know, as, as needs come, we, we try to be top of mind to all of our customers, whether it's for locks or even other products, if they need a plumber or they need an electrician or, you know, even alarm systems, which we work through other companies with. Uh, I think that's where we try to create that value and that relationship with the customer that goes beyond just installing a lock or recant a lock or cut the key. You know, uh, again, uh, speaking to you, I recognize that you're a high value guy. You have a lot of personal values. you got a big family. And um, so you have certain values in life to, on how you're going to treat people, how you're going to be a business person. When you hire people, Rick, do you try to find those type of values in them? Or do you, do you kind of search for that when you're talking to them and thinking about hiring them? Yeah, Tom, I think that's really important. I think because, you know, we're in people's homes, we're in people's businesses, we're in situations where people are compromised or, or have issues that require immediate security. So it's really important that the people that come to work for me and my companies are, are high integrity people, you know, clean backgrounds, just um, upstanding people within their communities, highly personable and able to communicate uh, effectively. So those are really important keys that that are the very first things we get to before we even get to skill sets. Yeah, it is important too, Rick, because you know what, that creates your, your business culture and it makes it easier for, for you to hire people because they they hear of your reputation. And I always try to, I try to tell people exactly what you're doing because you're doing it the right way. You're creating that value that people are saying, you know, uh, it's not about the work. It's good. It's about, I can trust Rick and his, his guys, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Rick, most of us have been through some challenges when we were in business and hopefully those challenges have turned into really very good creative changes. Can you think of anything where it was a tremendous challenge and it ended up being one of the greatest changes you made in your business? I would think that the, the immediate one that comes to mind is a, is a loss of a key person. Um, you know, somebody moving out of state, someone deciding to move into a different industry who you really relied on and really have to kind of find out how to develop that new talent or that new person to, to grow again. That, that, I think that's probably the most immediate thing or most immediate challenge we've had within the business. 
I, I hear that a lot. And I talk, I, I spend a lot of time talking to business owners about, well, what are the things that you can do to hold on to these employees longer? Are there any things in particular that you try to uh, employ in your business organization to keep them longer? Well, as you know, with employees, it is, that is one of the single hardest strategies to do for a small business because you can't compete with a large company that's got benefits that you can't supply. But what we've done is we, we've created an environment where we ask our employees, what, you're, what do you want? What are you looking for? What do you need? And then we create the system within our company to provide that for them. So it gives a little bit of an edge, I think, from a personnel point of view, to be a little bit more personal with them, to understand that we're going to help you achieve your goals through the company. Um, and obviously that that helps them at least take a little bit of ownership in what we're doing here because they're going to benefit immediately from it. Yeah, you know, uh, I have a client who's uh, who's been, who delegates like you and he's created the culture of a good work environment. And what he started to do and this is kind of like a little tip for anybody who's listening. Uh, once a month, he'd have little pizza pol- uh, pizza parties after work or whatever and give out little awards for the people that this, that. And, you know, that's built now where uh, he never, he, d- he very rarely loses anybody. So uh, we just talked about that as an issue. So people listening, if you're trying to hold on to people, little things that you do like Rick's talking about, make a big difference and then you can grow from there they do help it may not prevent anybody from leaving down the road but you can keep them longer because they like working you know if they're happy they stay right absolutely yeah 100 percent. and it makes you happy <laughs> it makes me very happy <laughs> yeah um you know because i always say the one thing you don't want to do is in business is run a, an adult daycare that's what you don't want right no. I've, yeah. I've made that mistake before. <laughs> um, so what do you think are the key issues in your business, Rick, that you have to stay up on? That's constantly something you've got to be aware of. That's a good question. What What are the key issues, no pun intended, uh, that we we uh, must stay up on? I, I would say it, it would be the trends within each community with regard to security data, safety data, burglary, break-ins, things like that, trends within the communities, uh, housing, um, things that will create instability within within a community, within yeah. even even a, a resident you know residential neighborhood. Um, but the other part of that is also being up on the technologies that help create that security and solve those solutions quickly and effectively. One of the things that we find that people are very much on remote uh, access control, and that's something that that helps them along the way. So I think that's some of the things that we must stay up on at all times. And um, yeah, actually, it's it's kind of a in your business, it's kind of a weird time because we are seeing a a lot of things happening uh, in crime in these local communities, huh? Yeah, it's unfortunate and it does become cyclical and it does sort of, you know, go with what's going on out in the general national climate. But um, the great news is we always have a solution for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, Rick, 
Why did you start in business? Why did you want to be in business as an owner? I think it goes back to my original idea was that I, I, I knew the work and I didn't necessarily love doing it. I did it. I was pretty good at it, but I found that my passion was if I started a business and had people come work for me, I can then start to manage. So I think at that point, you know, I was three years in before I became an entrepreneur and started my own business. And, you know, I never looked back, but um, I, I think it was, it was more for that flexibility that being your own boss could create initially. Yeah. Yeah. Running your own schedule. And um, of course, when you start your own business, you, you are not aware of all the other issues you're going to have to ultimately deal with. Um, but uh, yeah, the, most people go in because they want the profits and they want the flexibility. And in your case, uh, with all your kids, you needed a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. that was a bit of a driver too. <laughs> Rick's got a big family, a lot of kids, so that's great. Um, Rick, what? Let's talk about the business itself. What makes your uh, Ratcliffe a good company, a good product for people to call on for their needs? I think the the, the biggest thing is we're established. We've been around since 1974. Uh, we've been continuously run since then in the area. We're very uh, intimate within the communities. My my guys live and we work in the local communities. Uh, the products that we sell are usually, you know, very pertinent to what is needed as far as electronics or updated security or even secured keys or anything. But I think that the what makes a good service for us is the people that do the service and the guys like myself and my, my uh, technicians, you know, what, what we bring, you know, it's not just a, uh, here, we're, we're here to fix your locks. We, 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 we engage. And I think that's what makes us uh, certainly unique and makes us a better product. Well, it does because it, it makes your firm the go-to firm because, you know, let's come back to that culture, your reputation of having good people. You as an owner uh, exemplify that culture. Uh, anybody talking to you initially will find out you're very bright and you really care about your clients, which I got that right away from you, and um, which is really good. But you, but you firm has been around and uh, it is the go-to firm around here. Um, now, uh what would be ideal uh, clientele? In other words, a client that would call you. What would cause them, besides a broken law? Why would they call you other than a broken law? Would there be any reason for that? So the, the residential client would be someone who's just bought a house in the area, uh, maybe had some work done in their house, and they gave a key out to a a, a, a worker, and they want to rekey the locks. Um, the other side of that is businesses. We do a lot of commercial hardware, door closers, panic bars, uh, businesses that have high turnover for employees who rekey locks. We can give them a secured key that they, uh, once you give out to an employee, can't be copied at a local hardware store. So all of that um, are, are some of the reasons why people will call us. And um Rick, we're just about out of time. Is there anything that you would like to leave us with? Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of choices out there in the industry. Um, if you if you did a search 
for locksmiths, you'd get, you'd get a ton of people. And, you know, we certainly strive to try to be, you know, uh, on those pages, but, but in the end, you always have a lot of choices and, and, and what we're able to do is, is be a cut above everybody else. The services that we provide and the, and the, uh, the individual personal level that we bring to our customers, I think really sets us apart and allows us to be, you know, shoulders above anybody else out there. And, you know, I would say to the people that are listening, if you really want to get a good handle on Rick's firm, what you need to do is to um, have a conversation with Rick within a very short period of time. You realize he's a very serious, uh, well-liked guy that runs a great business. Rick, um, I'm going to post your website and contact information on the podcast so that people listening, if they want to get in touch with you, they can go and uh, make contact through the podcast. But I want to thank you very much for taking the time and participating. I appreciate it. You know, you're my first podcast. And I always say you'll always remember your first. This is your first. I'm your first. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> also, we we have a storefront at 225 East Main Street in Clinton. Uh, we just opened up a couple months ago. It's a great place to come down and see some of the latest technology, get a key made and talk with one of the guys and get to know us a little better. Thanks again, Rick. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure, Tom. Thank you so much. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.